You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 136 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, once again live from New York City. And with me one more time <laughs> is the Akman himself, Evran. How you doing, sir? Doing all right. Doing all right. So tell the people what's up. The, the, the next episode or two could be a little lonely with just the yeah, one Yeah, so I'm, I'm graduating uh, why is that, from college sir? pretty soon. So I'm uh, taking a leave of absence from the podcast, or at least temporarily, as I uh, I pursue my footballing exploit, exploits. Um, a leap of, leap faith, of faith, if you yeah, will. So we'll see what happens. Um can't really, uh, so I won't even be able to watch the Bashakshir game because I will be on doing traveling and stuff, so unfortunately, um, yeah, yeah, so you'll I'm sure like four people out there will miss hearing me, and then <laughs> no one else really care, no, but uh, don't, don't undersell yourself. There's at least five. 14. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, no, I'm kidding. We've got, we've got, we've held up our numbers, uh, <clears throat> despite the low in. Like all excitement surrounding the club, uh, so I think that that speaks to uh, to our cohesion. So yeah, you'll be missed, but nonetheless, the show will go on, folks. Fear not. Um, but so yeah, let's uh, let's 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 do a show here. Let's uh, let's pretend like everything's normal. No, I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, of course, there's a big match to talk about here, and we didn't characterize it as a must win i think some some did i mean uh, those who characterize this as a must win have been characterizing pretty much every match as a must win they're the i think they're the excitable types uh remember we're in like a 40 game season this year so but anyway uh gaziantep gazishehir uh certainly one of the the lesser teams in the league thus far this season correct how are they looking coming in yeah they were uh, they only lost one game but they also only won one game going into the game they had five ties um they were uh <laughs> so i guess if you want to look at it they only they only lost the first game they were undefeated since then but they definitely like almost undefeated. Yeah, they, they only scored one goal per game for the previous uh, four games leading into this game so they weren't uh necessarily a free scoring side and uh, you kind of relied on counterattacks and penalties. That was kind of the theme. So, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, it's they're a side that I, I guess in that resilience in not losing for the for the six or five games, or whatever after the first, uh, they've developed a bit of a team style you can say some cohesion right they're 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 operating as a unit um so yeah they they weren't world beaters by any stretch but i don't think anyone could say that they're a club that you 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 know they they could spring a surprise obviously you know being undefeated in five or five matches in a row or whatever but uh what what players should we sort of mention on their side before we go on i want to make a special shout out to to dicko uh, or or D- Dico, I suppose. I don't know. Nuha Dico. Um, he's from Mali, apparently, but he was the thorn in our side. Yeah, I think the. <laughs> and I kind of I had a bad feeling from the beginning because of that pace. You know, he, he showed technically uh, he wasn't so sound, but at the same time, he, he's so I quick and physical. Last that you, you had a bad feeling. And I definitely didn't mention him, but I know I mentioned Gilaboji. And Maxim, I believe I mentioned them. And uh, I would say that the the former had a good game, Shilaboji. Uh Maxim, I guess, was not much to worry about. Um, but I guess the other players we didn't mention, 
um, was Miralas. I might have mentioned him, but definitely did, did not mention Mohamed Demir. He's always bounced around the yeah, league. Yeah, that was a surprise to me. Uh, uh, but so let's talk about our lineup. Yeah. That's funny. We we, uh, we focused on the, the opponent there for a little longer than usual. So our lineup, everyone, run us through it. No surprises, probably. Um, I want to say it was the exact same as last game. <laughs> Erson, Rosia, Vida, Wellington, much, right? and Saka, then Atiba, Ozan, Dorokan, the midfield three, and then Wings was Laren, Gezal, and Abush, Abubakar up top. No, no changes. Yeah, and I'm gonna um, have to admit, honestly, that I would have said, oh, there goes Sergan, not playing Montero and Vida again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sometimes you get what you wish for. Yikes. Um, so let's talk a bit about what happened to you. Yeah, so, this, and I guess we might as well cut straight to that. I mentioned that after the game. I'm not sure if you saw that quote. We'll talk about it later. But he literally said yeah, there were people calling later. for Wellington, uh, Vida and Montero to play. Why is Wellington playing? I was like, man, is he adding the podcast right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got a listener. We got a listener over here. Uh, I wonder how his English is. Maybe he has his translator <laughs> sitting there with him, like late at night. I can imagine it, like, God damn it, they got me again, these bastards. Um, but so, yeah, let's just cut straight to the chase, because I think we've already spoiled this much. In the 17th minute, Wellington, uh, some sort of injury, I don't, I didn't. Really yeah, it was a, a muscular injury, was. but it was kind of like, I didn't even know he was injured, and all of a sudden, I heard the commentary yeah, saying exactly. Francisco Montero was about to come on. I was like, what? And then uh, all of a sudden, Wellington walked off, and I think it was his hamstring. Um, probably some sort yeah. of minor strain or something is I'm mean, you know if he like tore it or something you and I just kept playing like nothing was going on so yeah I know hopefully it's not too serious I mean hopefully Jesus, <laughs> um Montero yeah would enter the game and, and and my again right my first reaction was like all right I mean of course never you're never happy to see anybody injured especially a player on your own team um but I was like, okay, here we go, Montero Vida. This is what I've been looking for. <sighs> um, 24th minute, Nuhadiko actually would get himself a yellow card. Uh, but in the 44th minute, just before the break, something happened. Uh, everyone, I'll give a color commentary to you. Yeah, I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. Yeah, so it was, I'm not sure how the ball came in, if it was a throw-in or like a long ball, but Nuhadiko was like backing. He's, he, if we're going to, for context, if you didn't watch the game, uh, Mr. Uh, Nuha is 5'8", 5'7", he's short and sturdy and quick. So he's backing into our bigger center back, Montero, and then just completely like just spins off him like he wasn't there. Uh towards the he kind of snatched his soul yeah it was, was kind of like he, he like ah you know and it was one of those things that you know it stung it stung him so bad <laughs> that i think it like a, it just got into his head for the yeah rest of the that match. was that was not a great moment of our of our game and then he uh cut it back to muhammad demir who has a shot from like a tight angle um erson saves it and he palms it oh like away from the post but uh right there there's uh rosier and right behind him is miralas miralas gets to the rebound and taps it home referee called it offside but like vita kept him onside by like six yards i don't know what the referee was looking at um so yeah it counted obviously and that was one zero kevin miralas scored um obviously this is like this is montero's goal um my only defense of him and i and i I implore you, listeners, uh, if you look at like the highlight, pause a, f a still frame right after Montero's soul has been snatched from him <laughs> for at least the next 90 minutes of the young man's life. But um, if you look around at the rest of the defense, in particular the back of our midfield, uh, even when Dico frees himself, he's at a weird angle with a lot of action left the goal to sort of actually occur and the way that Dico can sort of stroll in casually from from one side and then uh, just basically take his pick he has two or three guys rushing in from the left uh, is an indictment also for the rest of the defense and I think like I said particularly the back of our midfield and I wanted to mention that because I'd like to highlight that they 
had a hand, I think, in the general um, debacle that would ensue from here on out, basically. But still, 95% of this was Montero just getting spun into a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, man, yeah, that was... Whew. Yeah, and the rest, like the, that, that was like right before the end of the half. Uh, before that, we had, let's say, one good chance for Mr. Laren. Um, we had like our only good passing pattern, I would say. Um, and then Laren was at the top of the box, had a Bubakar like through on goal, sort of on like a tighter angle to slide him in. And he just chose to shoot it, and it clipped the outside of the post. Um, another, it was a pretty well taken. Yeah, another curling effort so much last week where he. Uh, Pulled up from outside. I think it was against. Can't remember. It feels like a year ago. We won 1-0 against Malatia. Oh, Malatia. Malatia yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's and then, funny because uh, this time he hit the post. So. I was gonna say, uh, two matches ago he sent it about two inches wide of the post. This time he hit the post. I feel like if he tries it again next week, it'll be a goal. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, sorry. Next week, uh, the week after next, I should say. But, you know, I feel like he's he's just about queued up his target there. No, I I mean, whatever. It was a, it was a decent effort on goal for, for the family man. But um, I think the greater problem therein is certainly the fact that there was just that pretty much that one chance the entire first half. I mean, can you honestly even think of another? I mean, it's been a few days. <laughs> but to be honest, I only remember two chances during the entire game. Um Yeah, I, I know our XG was quite low. Um, yeah, I so mean, even me jogging my memory, I can't really, I can't really recognize. There was actually some half chances, but nothing like, nothing really to speak of. It was kind of like one of those quiet first half, where like, all right, we'll pick it up in the second half. Kind of and it was I also was like, any shot from outside of the box was defended and could have caromed around and didn't really do anything dangerous you know there was no luck for I think sure Laren had a header if I remember correctly from Ozon cross but it wasn't yeah like... but it was from distance and... okay. yeah anyway yeah. halftime we go in down a goal because of the Mirayas goal his first goal with Gazisheher by the way um, and at the half probably exactly the right man comes out as far as Dorakan Tokus goes I think he was probably the, the sort of most underwhelming um, he was very quiet um, he was that, the I ghost. Mean, if you want to say the we had like, pot, it's worth mentioning. I think we had like sixty something percent possession or seventy percent possession that first half. I don't remember the exact difference. Um, and he this only was... completed twelve passes as the center mid. He it wasn't like he was terrible. I think when he like when he got the ball and he won the ball a couple of times, but he was not really receiving the ball in between the lines and progressing the ball forward like at all. This was vintage uh, Avci ball. Uh, this reminded me of, of playing under Abdul Avci, you know, where we had possession, but we're just like impotent. Um, also, uh, another sub at the half was Bernard Mensa coming in for Ozan, who, uh, you know, I I wasn't so sure of this move, to be 100% honest. I, get yeah, I thought bringing, he had a I, couple good moments in that first half. He, you know, he and he always has the, the ability to sort of turn a, a play on a dime. And just, you know, I, I wouldn't take that out, especially because he was showing that ability in the match a little bit. Um, I get bringing on Mensa or, or the Yayich for that matter. Uh, I don't know if I'd do it for Ozan, though. I think at that point when you're down a goal to a side that you're, you're, you're holding the ball against 70% or whatever it is, you yeah. take a step forward, you know, maybe you take one defensive midfielder off, right? I and think you play. The, the biggest thing that we saw in that second half was um, Joseph was the one trying to play killer balls. Um, well, so remember, he came in at the half. Yeah, for Dorukan. I, you know, I, I think the mistake there was taking out Ozan because if there's anyone yeah, you want playing yeah. like repetitive passes forward, um, it's not Atiba. It's not, I mean, Atiba sometimes, but like, not repetitively and it's definitely not Joseph they want you know as your creative fulcrum I would you know I'd pick Ozan as the guy or well, and that's the thing right? as the guy if you're bringing on a guy like Mensa I at this point I kind of almost want to see him playing with Liage ahead of him because he has the, the ability to bring the ball forward dangerously 
but typically when he does that, there's not a lot of options for him once he does so. And so to have Liadis there up next to him could benefit him. Uh, and again, like we need to make an attacking, sort of an aggressive move there. So I don't see why we don't play. Yeah, I, I think Liadis has been uh, like unofficially kicked out. Like I don't know what. I it, guess what that's what it is. On. I guess yeah. But, yeah. Guess. Which stinks. But then then I would play Mensa in the ten roll and keep Ozan out there still. So whatever it is, I disprove of the of the decision. Uh, but anyway, the big news would come right after that. Uh, and again, I'll hand it over to you, uh, Evran. 55th minute, what the heck happened there? Yeah, so it's it's, uh, it's another questionable situation with Montero. A long ball over the top. Um, he doesn't really judge it properly. Um, he's caught wrong-footed. Um, wait, so... It's also worth noting when like the balls played, he's like way behind Vita. Um, I guess he was backing up with Muhammad Demir instead of just letting him run. Um, so he keeps the line back, so now he's forced to, you know, get make a challenge for the ball. But uh, uh, he kind of gets a little muscled or, or paced, and Muhammad gets the is closer to the ball than he is, and it's right at the arc, like outside the box. And this is, there's another situation right before this in the first half where the same thing happened. And Erson kind of came out a little wildly um, and like collided yeah. with the guy. And but might this have time, got a card, but yeah. Yeah, this time they, him, the striker, and Erson both go in studs up for the ball. Uh, Erson gets to the ball first um, and then catches the striker on like the shin knee area. Yeah. Of course, the striker, Mohamed uh, Demir, acts like his. All three of his bones in his leg are no longer functioning and starts screaming and rolling. And like he watched his firstborn like die as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he was he was raring to go 30 seconds later, but um. Yeah, exactly. I think it was, I it was it kind of felt wrong just in terms of like the in, I, I the intent was that they both did the exact same mo exactly. like, movement, That's... and then he just was he was not able to reach the ball. And then he pulled his leg back, and then he got kicked. So it just kind of felt like... I feel like he kind of went for the contact a little. That, that yeah, me I mean, better. it kind of felt like he, he baited it because he realized he couldn't get the ball. He's like, all right, let me... Like, you usually just, like, keep your, like... As, like, when, if you're trying to defend yourself, you wouldn't put your, like, your thigh towards the man's foot. You just keep your leg out, and then you'd both kick each other, and then... That's what was about to happen. They would have like both the feet would have collided, and then he might have just fell back a little bit, bit and he would have been fine. But instead, he like pulls his leg down, and Erson like pulls like lowers his leg a little bit. I guess I don't know what he was doing, but Erson's also like six inches taller, so yeah, maybe it's just that's, his. That's him getting penalized ass. for being a big dude. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then no, I mean he I did catch like him. It. He did catch him, and it's like he I did. guess you can't really argue, but it just it just didn't feel right, you know. At least, like the thing that stuck about sucked about it is like at least give them both cards, you know. And, and if you if you feel like Erickson's is more egregious, fine, give him the red, give the other dude the yellow. But like, other dude got out scot free for doing exactly the same thing. It's very inconsistent, man. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but so yeah, Erickson yeah. out, Utku in uh, to to. Gazal got subbed out. I was gonna yeah. say yeah to compensate. Rashid Gazal gets subbed out. Who was course, pretty anonymous the whole game. I don't yeah. remember. Him. Yeah, rough game actually. I do remember being sort of underwhelmed by his crossing, which was. I think exactly it was pretty similar to his other games, like. except he didn't have any of those like key moments where he came up with a good pass. Um, none. Yeah, none. Zero key passes for looking on the statue. Yeah, and we'll get to that soon. Um, well, and so, and this is where things brighten up for a very brief moment. Um, you know, all the doom and gloom crew got shushed for for a brief moment because a moment of familial brilliance the family man last i mean i'm <laughs> oh, sorry i'll hand it to you sir i'll hand it over yeah it was kind of out of nowhere 61st 62nd minute um tiba hits a nice little dink pass to rosier and uh it was a little bit of a different position in terms of where the defense was um but he you know hit another low curled cross to the back post um it wasn't a tap in this time for Laren. he had to actually you know Actually had to finish it, but he just kind of redirected it across goal. So the goalie was running towards him, kind of wrong-footed the goalie, and it was a uh, just trickled into the to the side netting, and that was one-one. So another sister Rosier and uh, another goal for the family man. 
Yeah, so that's now uh, now we're top scorers. Four goals and five starts. Five starts, six matches, maybe seven. Goal Um, every 112 minutes. Yeah, solid outing so far. Um, And and but and you can, despite the fact that they've all been off crosses, I think we can all agree that this was by far the most impressive. This really stood out um, as a bit of class from him as far as like a nice little touch and obviously there's probably a, yeah. a, com- a luck component at work it there, was the but... most accomplished finish you i guess you could say yeah i mean he actually had to use his foot for a change right so yeah so i think the something. the first one he scored was that nedjib cross he was like on the goal line when he headed it in um, yeah and they've the, all just been him just like yeah the dead needing to put some part one. of his body on it you know he used his foot he, it was like a tap in of the goal so this one was a little bit more he had to you know cerebrally consider how he was going to finish his ball and he, it was a good touch it was a good touch uh, but so you know credit credit to him uh shouts to uh, i i got my daughter animal crossing for her birthday recently and pretty much all i've done in the game is make myself a uh Besiktas kit <laughs> and, and the only guy i could put on the back is is who else but the family man himself. So shouts to you, Kyle. Uh, anyway, that would be uh, just a bit of joy in the sea of darkness. Shortly thereafter, what happened? Just two minutes later? Yeah, our um, our happiness was uh, completely erased. Um, Cross from the right wing to Mohamed Demir, who's like right around six yard box. Uh, he, he was like backed into Vita and he just casually turned him and he was, you know, right in front of goal and finished past Utku, and that was 2-1. Like, it, it felt like right off kickoff. Maybe it was, like, a little <clears> bit <throat> after, but it was almost within seconds, it felt like. Um, yeah. Probably about a minute. But yeah. Not a, um, not a great moment. A little bit of equal Wasting. opportunity crap, crappiness uh, as far yeah. as... And uh, I will mention, I think someone was saying, oh, look, the goal came down in Sokola's side, but uh, Laren was the man on the, was the man defending the cross. Um, and not that he did a bad job of defending, but I just want to point that out. Uh, it was not in Sokola's fault for that. Someone mentioned that. So. Nice. Um, but, so, yeah, they take the lead, and to, to make matters worse, a few minutes later in the 72nd minute, Kyle Laren signals that he needs to come off some sort of hamstring thing. Um, 75th minute. <laughs> no, <Another 70, one. laughs> I know. 75th minute, Deco comes off, and I think we've been. At that point, I'm, I'm hopeful we can maybe get that second goal. Somehow, like they subbed on someone even more annoying than Mohamed Demir. <laughs> Somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, but so then, yeah, the, the final moment of the match. What was it that happened there, everyone? I. Uh, like I raced it from my memory, but it was a, a counterattack down the right side, and um, it was actually a pretty decent finish from the uh, the man that pretended to die like a minute before that. Cannot. Um, it was a uh, a cross like a low hard bouncing cross, and uh, he timed it perfectly across his body, curled it into the uh, almost top corner. So, not that we really had much going forward. In that like nine minute stoppage time, but uh, yeah, that, that sealed it for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so so that's what happened. Uh, that's how it ends. Three to one. One to three. I guess if you want to be technical about it. Uh, Bechitaj loses, and uh, particularly in an in a, in an uninspiring way. And I think being a man down for much of it, you can kind of like toss up a few excuses here and there, but. Definitely underperformed. Uh, I'll, I'll hand it over to you for stats, everyone. But before, <laughs> is there, do you have any like fan, final analysis there, like as far as how, um, how we played? Well, I would say I think the the center backs will get a lot of blame for the game. Montero and then Vito, who did not look very good on the second goal. I think Montero was at fault in the first goal and the red card. Erson didn't look good on the red card either. But I think. The main problem with the game was that we didn't really create any chances in that first half. Um, and then we kind of, you know, were like, all right, now, now we'll start playing. And then we got a red card and it was, that was that, so. Um, yeah, I mean, what's interesting even, is that even, we equalized after the card, but yeah, we did get a, red a bit card, of an illusion. Yeah. 
we didn't create another chance other than that, essentially. Um, and most of the chances we created were through our right back, Rosier. Um, yeah. Who got a yellow card? It doesn't really matter yet. I don't think he's that. Yeah, I didn't really think that was even a foul. To that was weird, yeah. Um, so uh, he, we're not playing Lyich, and I guess our other creative players would have been Okuru, Hasich, or Tera, who are all out injured. And so far for the, the two loanee transfers, or th two of the three loanee transfers, just Gezal and Mon Montero did not really make a good name for themselves. I think out of those guys, only Rosier is a clear, um, like that's the type of loan you would make because, you know, he's a clear quality above the players you have. So even though we had to take out a foreigner, at least, you know, he's a clear cut above the competition, which is only Nedjit, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Gezal and Montero don't really look. I'm gonna give Montero and Gezal more time, especially Montero because he's young. But um, yeah. as of right now, the uh, you know I I don't think our uh, our transfer committee. I don't know who's doing transfers. Obviously, fire the sporting director is looking amazing at this point in time. So. Yeah, no, it's a shame. Um, I think with Montero, we got to be careful. Like you said, he's young. He's 21. Um, you've got to be sort of cautious when you make like sweeping generalizations about a player and a, and a performance specifically. Um, what's really a shame about both he and Nzakala all around is that, especially prior with Montero, prior to that first goal, I was sort of complimentary of him. He looked solid. He was uh, looking steady on the ball. And... I, you know, obviously the way that that first goal was scored and how just clearly <laughs> that was that was hard to watch, man. The, the kid got just abused there by by Dico. Um, but yeah, like that, you could see it just weighed on him for the rest of the game. Uh, and then like having Vita put up a stinker too, obviously doesn't help. But so yeah, just a bad bad luck. Also, I mean, the red card. Whether it was deserved or not, you know, that's clearly a contributor there as far as us not being able to, to create much after we wanted to turn it up the volume a little where maybe we couldn't, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't think we really did much going forward. Uh, I think a lot of people were unhappy with the Bubukar's performance. Um, for me, I think it's just the issue of the way we played. I think most of his touches were deep within our own half. Um, he actually yeah. completed more passes in our half than the opposite like not even the not even the attacking third you could like <laughs> it, it's just there's so many times when he was getting the ball at his feet like 70 yards from goal and he was turning and then playing out like like a number six but there were, he was the number nine um I, I don't think that the environment is conducive to his play style you know with no creative mids i'm not gonna say no creative mids but i think the best moments he had were when ozhan was spinning and you know twisting around and firing passes which was like once in the first half or twice in the first half and then after that when mensa and Sol joseph came on you know there was none of that anymore so i don't yeah. think i don't think it's his fault i i do not understand why light isn't playing i don't care if he's a little overweight and moody um <laughs> he's still the most talented player on the team yeah like, if there's day. anyone who's gonna hold the ball and play a pass through the middle to feet it's gonna be Lyage and the combined so i think we're missing that the most yeah no that's definitely for me the biggest uh letdown second maybe being kudu's consistently being injured but um yeah no excuses nonetheless you know i think when your only real definitive weakness is having to play a guy like Laren on the wing and he just keeps scoring uh, and, and, and compensating for his presence on the wing there, you, you'd think that we should be able to get through these types of matches with, with victories. And so that was a shame. Um, again, two defensive midfielders, you know, going in with, with uh, Atiba and Dorakan. I don't know why, even against a side that, that's only won once, and, you know, and doesn't have a giant profile, obviously, in the way of... Kazishet here. I, I don't know why you don't go for it and at least... Uh, yeah, and, I mean, it also, again, boils down to how, why you're not playing Lijic, but but anyway, let's let's move along. Tell us a little bit about stats, Evron. And so, like, obviously, possession... How did possession end up in the end? We probably... We ended it, with 69% no? possession yeah. overall. Nice. Um, 
The uh, if you want like the basic stats to start off with, we only had nine shots to their eight, but we only had one big chance to their three. Um, our big chance was the goal. Obviously, I think that was also their three big chances. Um, there was not really too many like huge chances that weren't finished. For being honest, even the one we hit the post was, I think, a good chance, but. You know, I think it would have been classified as a big chance if you decided to pass it in to the box. But, um, yeah, we completed 480 passes, and I can't tell you <laughs> how many of those were actually, like, forward. Um, it, it, it was just a lot of passive play, um, unfortunately. Um, are the most key passes were played by Rosier, our right back, um, which is not... I'm not gonna say it's bad, but you know, it's generally, bad. you could say that. Generally, bad. your right back shouldn't be the most creative player on your team. I mean, I guess maybe Liverpool will uh, throw their hat in the ring for that, but um, just. Uh, I mean, at least it's better than it's usually well in turn, right? So I don't know if that's yeah. a step in the right direction. And then um, for the XG, we had 0.7. Seems about right. Um, I think Laren's was probably like 0.4, like a 40% chance goal. Um, it was a little bit of, you know, it was a good finish. And then, other than that, we didn't really have any big chances. Uh, their XG was 1.9. Maybe, yeah, that sounds about right, maybe 2. Depending on if you, uh, how the calculations are made, but they definitely created more chances. I think, obviously, all those chances came in, other than their goal, all those chances then came in the second half. So, I guess you can say, you know, after we got the red card, we fell apart defensively, maybe. But I don't really think... I think it just exacerbated the uh, the issues, not caused the issues. So, yeah, I mean, I can't remember a less distinct ninety minutes of my life. And I, obviously, and here if, in the U.S., we have a lot going on, like with the news and presidential stuff and all that. But uh, even still, like I would have expected to have remembered the beyond the Laren goal, which was actually just kind of fun to see. Uh, I, yeah, this game was so indistinct, you know, and it's, it's, yeah. There's a, another nice thing, if I, I wish I could post a picture on the, uh, during a podcast, but, like, the pass maps, like, the entire team, it, it tracks the average touches of every player. Outside of the keeper, the entire Bishkash team is, like, from bottom to top is the center circle. Send, send me the picture, I'll include so, it in the, uh, the yeah. tweet or something. <laughs> So uh, there, there's a slight error in it because Wellington is included, even though he only played 15 minutes. But um, yeah, so Vita's at the bottom of the center circle as like the deepest player, and then Gezal's just past the center, so, like the other half. So that's, the entire team's average touches are within 11 yards of each other, um, which is which is very. Yeah, it's not even like close to the final third. If you look at Gazantips, it's um, it's not a pretty pass map. Um, it's a line of four. In the back and then like two midfielders and then another line of four going forward but at least you know they have touches like new hadiko's average touch was in the final third um, ours are just all stacked on top of each other in the center circle which is basically what our possession was the side to side uselessness that's um, crazy so. crazy well, all right, let's talk a little bit about individual performances, and I don't think we need to harp on it too much this week. I think we can keep it pretty short, because I think we've pretty much also highlighted the individual performances that there are to highlight uh, on the negative side and the positive yeah. side, probably. I think um, for me, defensively, the best player was in soccer. Well, so, I'll and let's that out. T- tell me something. So, st- st- statistically, who was the best player? Statistically? Um... I mean the ratings it says Laren just because you know if you score a goal you get a you get a nice boost but I think uh everyone was pretty low <laughs> yeah I mean were, were there any but, other surprising uh, uh, Rosier like- Ros- Rosier was was the second highest based on like the whatever their comp but I don't really put too much weight into that I think for me I just look at the raw data um yeah Insakala won 13 duels and lost eight which is won the most duels on the team uh, most of the duels he lost was trying to actually dribble which he did not do a very good job of but he won six out of six headers um, three out of four tackles completed seven recoveries two interceptions I thought he completely actually locked down uh, Maxim which is yeah. supposed to be like one of their stars and Maxim was frustrated in fact by, by 
Yeah, even if he's a bit of a penalty merchant, um, you know, he's a Romanian national team player, um, which is which is no joke when you're um, <laughs> a team that just got promoted like two exactly, years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So. Whose logo still isn't even uploaded into the Google system somehow? <laughs> um, They're a rebranded club. That's right. If you remember them back in yeah. the day? They were Gaziantep, Bukovina. Yeah, exactly. And and the the yeah. original Gaziantep sport is gone, or maybe still down in the third or fourth division. Yeah, they, they, I'm not sure if they rebirthed, but I know they were defunct. So. Bummer. That was a pretty decent squad once upon a time. Uh, but so, yeah, Lola has to go to Montero. Uh, special shouts to, to Vida and obviously Erison. You could probably argue Erison gets it even more so because his mistake is so much more costly in a sense. But uh, I think Montero, yeah. from the, the eye test, he failed that the most. I think Montero kind of gave him like a bad situation and then Erison just didn't. Made it worse. Make the best of it. I, I think it was an unlucky red card, but at the same time, like you shouldn't be karate kicking the yeah, ball. You probably shouldn't even really be um, outside of the box. It's especially because Mohamed Demir was about to do that, so like he's not gonna score like that. Um, I think he would have just been better off taking his chance. You know, just move into Mohamed's leg and get the foul. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That, but I mean, obviously, yeah. Montero gets the gets the special award for. For worst player of the match, obviously. To be fair, Montero did apologize sort of on Instagram after the game, so I think he, uh, <laughs> I think he would accept his low light. Good. Yeah. Uh, That's good. Game. Yeah, you, you got to take uh, a piece of But I don't think pie. too many other people had good games. Yeah. So, Vida, Gazal. Um, I think some people say Abubakar, who I guess he wasn't great, but I don't think he was awful. He didn't um, Erson, show enough I mean, to get like a, a negative award. He certainly. And I don't think Joseph had his best game either coming on. I'm not sure if it was his fault. Like, I guess maybe a game when you need to push the initiative isn't necessarily his special. It's but. weird that we got special permission to, to, to play him and then didn't start him. That was a weird decision to me. Uh, yeah. Whatever, man. So, again, a, a weird man <laughs> in that regard. <clears throat> but so, yeah. Who gets the highlight? Also thought Mensa didn't do great either i'm not saying it's a low light but i think you know it's kind of like we were hoping for him to change the game and it was kind of just like yeah it was okay yeah he's okay. yet to make the impact i think most of us hope that he will i don't think anyone should rule it out or anything he also had the coronavirus <laughs> pretty recently yeah he actually um fun fact he's he's taking a leave of absence from the Ghanaian national team to focus on his career so i guess he's not happy with the way there things go. are going maybe he doesn't want to catch corona again i don't know but uh but yeah i mean i think a lot of these guys seem like they're committed to getting it together and uh i hope we don't write anyone off anyone off because because of the, the way they played here oh yeah we have to bring in the uh the sargon quote we, we uh, alluded to in the beginning yeah of the video. let's, <laughs> the let's i guess before we talk yeah. about stats and just move on from this game entirely because i think ultimately that's what we all have to do mentally is just turn the page here and let this one go. But quickly, before we even do any of that, quickly, uh, before we move on to Sergen even, who's your man of the match? I think it's probably Laren. I, I would say I, I like Rosier and Insakala the best, but I'll give it to Rosier. Um, I didn't give it to him last week, so I'm going to give it to him this week. I think, you know, he was our, our best offensive player. I mean, and I guess with Laren, um, he, he left the game with an injury too. So. Yeah, I think Laren scored a goal and... He had that one chance where he hit the post. So I guess, you know, he's probably a candidate. But I think outside of that, can't really remember much of what he did. Um, he, he definitely loses the ball a yeah, lot. He I mean, he's um, not a winger, that's for sure. Yeah, I guess, yeah, if you want the number, he was dispossessed six times, which is not awesome. Um, it's not. But that was a hell of a goal, <laughs> you have to say. Yeah, it was a nice goal. So I'm not saying he's definitely on the on the good side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the good trio of players, I guess. But I'd rather give Rosie the man. Oh wow! So. Two weeks in a row. Well, at least we'll split it up this time. So at least it's not a consensus. Uh, but yeah, and so shouts to Sakala too. You know, he he really is like the anti John Air in that he he provides so little on offense when he's not on. You know, when he's not on it. But uh, yeah. his defense is so solid. I think that the biggest issue is I'm not sure if it's like a. If it's Gezal or if it's the, the teams are noticing it, but if you want a comparison on touches, and Sakala had 112 touches. Uh, Rosier 
had them bringing stuff 77 touches, which I guess you would say is not like a huge, humongous difference, but it's you would rather have your more technical yeah. fullback. Yeah, you would rather have it the opposite direction. Um, I think we're missing out on not getting Rozier the ball enough because clearly he's way better at dribbling, way better at passing, and he can actually cross, which is one of our main worries coming into the uh I don't think this contradicts your point, but also keep in mind with Laren as the left winger, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were positioned defensively to sort of allow, like we've said in the past, you know, let them move it up along the left side. Play down yeah, the left, left, yeah. That's like a very, un, I'm not going to say Nsagla is super untechnical, but you know. You we know, can say Laren is. He's not the most technical fullback, and the Laren is definitely not technical. So that's just like the the side we we should probably avoid. I think that's why we're missing not having another winger out there like Onkuru or Ture or Hasich. I guess we're all, all injured, but you know I'd rather have that additional option for that. Yeah, and, and you, you, um, you there could be a debate at this point about whether you're playing Laren or Abubakar and maybe bringing in Abubakar in like the 60th minute uh, until he finds that footing or or whatever, vice versa. You know. I, you, you could go either way on that at this point. I think you probably want to keep Abubakar out there so that he can find his form and all that. But uh, obviously, Laren's made a case for, for something. Um, so that's that's a whole yeah. other thing. But yeah, we, 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 we need two wingers. <laughs> that shouldn't sad. That's not like uh, radical, I don't think. Um, but so yeah, let's, let's move on. Post-match, there's some interesting Sergan comments. What do you got to say about that, Emma? Yeah, um, I guess other people were saying the same thing that we were, but he said, which was kind of a bizarre statement to say, you know, not a word of support to Montero at all. He said, uh, you got like, I'm paraphrasing him, but you guys kept asking me why Wellington is playing. Well, that's why Wellington was playing. Rude. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But so how do you really feel? Yeah. Right how do you there. really feel, Sergeant? <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, I mean, it was... I think some people are already calling for him to uh, resign, um, which I think he has a habit of kind of really good starts and then completely collapsing. So hopefully that's not what is going on here. But uh, if that is what is going on, then I'm not sure how much time he has left. I think right after na international break, we'll find out well, because we play Bashakshir Fenerbahce Alanya within four games so that's you know if you lose all three of those then i do not He's not gonna make it, yeah. <laughs> do not predict yeah do not predict he'll be there but uh we'll see what happens um definitely crunch time's coming up so yeah and as far as this was not a great omen as either. far as the locker room goes he's certainly not making fans by calling out guys the way he did there um uh, yeah and like say something happened. yeah clearly there's a rift with the ih as well so uh that would suggest you know it, once you're losing the locker room, that's when something starts getting written on the wall a little bit. So we'll see how it goes for Sergan. Obviously, he could also turn it around uh, the way Abdul Avci did when things started roughly. Remember, um, you know, if he got a, a few decent performances in a row, obviously beating Fener or even getting points with against Fener, I, I suppose, but uh, beating Bashakshir here, right? You, you, you can't imagine him surviving this if he doesn't get at least. Four points from those two matches, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, we're smack dab in mid table, um, and I think this is a you know, a, obviously the identity of the club, but just the squad in general is a is a title contending squad. Um, so we're four points away from relegation, and three points away from a European spot right now. So, so let's uh, yeah, let's move on. Standings. Where are we yeah. at standings, everyone? So how did other? Uh, we've waited yet again for for all the the performances to come in for the match day. Uh, wh where are we now? So yeah, we're in eleventh place. Gaziantep is now a point ahead of us. Um, a couple teams passed us. Uh, Malatya came up with a win against Denizli, so they're now one point ahead of us. Hatay came up with a win against Kayseri, so they're one point ahead of us. Um, it's worth noting Hatay plays one less game than us, and then Malatya and Gaziantep played one more. One more. So uh, Hatay is truly ahead of us. Gaziantep and Malatya only head on uh, the extra game. Uh, but the top, the top teams, 
per se is Antal, sorry, Alanya, tied to Trabzon, who's a relegation side right now currently. So they dropped points for the first time in a while. Fenerbahce lost for the first time. So we uh, got a little bit of lucky there. Konya won, finally won again. They won their second game. Only two wins are against Bishkush and. Uh, they're, they're giant uh, killers. So that's and they only scored eight goals all year, and six were that's in those <laughs> in those teams. So that's. But they're funny. also recent, so perhaps they're, um, they're heating up. Yeah, Gala got a slight two-one win, so it's the top of the table. Seventeen. They got lucky at the end there too. Yeah, so it's seventeen Alanya, second is seventeen Fener, and then third is sixteen Gala. Bashakshir got another win. Uh, they were down one-zero until the end, and their new transfer finally. Played his first ever minutes, Nasser Chadla, who almost signed once. He got two assists and bailed them out. So they're in fourth with 13 points, which is three points ahead of us. And then Fatih Karagivrik is somehow still fighting for a European spot. Kasim Pasha is equal with them. Um, it's very weird that these teams are ahead of us. Remy's Re Rizespor are... Uh, Istanbul has taken on a new yeah, there's, space. <laughs> there's what, second to six are all Istanbul teams. So. And then, yeah, the rest of the teams already mentioned. So So we ended in eighth place? 11th. We're in 11th. Gaziantep is now in eighth place. But the next games we play is Fenerbahce. I'm mean, sorry, Basakshir who's in fourth. And then we also play Alanya who's in first. Fenerbahce is in second. And Kasim Basha who's in sixth. So that's the, uh, you know, if you want to be a title contending team, I guess you got to beat the best that's gonna happen uh, and we do we are still sort of we have a game in hand against a number of the teams ahead of us right um yeah against Fener, Gala, Bashakshir, Fatih, Karigamuk and Kasim Pasha we have a game in hand against all those guys so so that's that's it's not quite as dire as it seems yeah, it was not a must win say. game but it was definitely you know not a good one to lose so. yeah no, not, not an R if we're gonna be honest and especially yeah Games like this should be winnable, as we sort of highlighted at the beginning. Um, but so yeah, I mean that that pretty much leaves us off. And again, we're, we have a we have a week off, um, no match yeah. in the coming week. The Turkish national team will be playing against uh, a, a friendly against Croatia on Wednesday. They have uh, the last uh, nation qualifiers for the. Uh, are, are they not qualifiers? No, they're nations league, like the like the, like the fake friendlies. Yeah, 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 but glorified friendly. But so against Hungary and Russia, uh, Russia. Um, not much on the line. I think we're. Are they in danger of relegating yeah. to the lower group in the nation? I think they're like a point or two ahead of Serbia or something like that. But it's not really a big deal Thanks. in the end. No. <laughs> Mr. Dorukan yeah, is there going to represent Bishkek? No. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully he's not going to get injured. The uh, three matches again in this which is a little yeah, like, at least you don't have to worry about uh, Blue Rock anymore again ran into the ground like usual so yeah sure <laughs> enough that's Lille's problem um but so yeah as always donate to the fund we're, we're getting kits for these kids in Africa still we, we we did a good job with the under 15s uh we're working on the under 17s and under 13s and the senior squad and all that so yeah uh please donate as always um links are all over the place you can find them pretty easily i think we have that our instagram link is a link to that so <clears throat> yeah do that and you, you can get, win the atiba hudson match one kit uh we're still looking to record that video but we'll do it soon surely so for those of you who have donated fear not your your prize awaits but um Besides that, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, two weeks, I'll definitely be back with an episode maybe next week, although there's not a lot to talk about. And uh, I'm, I'm rolling solo here for a minute with, with everyone heading down to Turkey. So uh, it could be a good chance for me to, to hunt around for a co-host for the next coming weeks or something. Temporary co-host while I look for the real deal. <laughs> uh, but until then, uh, stay seated. I'm as always, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I post you. you know? um, but yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow the mothership at Beshiktash underscore INT. Hopefully Khan can step back in for a minute or two here and there. Um, 
follow myself at sir underscore rights underscore a lot follow the podcast on instagram black eagles podcast one word uh evron it's been a pleasure sir yeah i mean i'm not gonna say hopefully i'm back but we'll we'll see <laughs> um, it could be uh, yeah hopefully you, you you'll become a huge success huge in the footballing yeah. world <laughs> and we'll all be able to say that guy used to host this podcast very unlikely yeah. don't know <laughs> Um, um, yeah. Well, cross your fingers, everyone. Let's hope it works out for you, nonetheless, man. Uh, but it was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, and yeah, I mean, even still, perhaps as a professional footballer, uh, you'll you'll step in occasionally if you can. I don't, I don't know I, what the uh, policy probably is not, on that. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, you're not allowed to. We'll see. Not allowed to profess. I your might love come back with my tail between my legs in in a month or two, so don't worry. About it. Well. Cross your fingers, everyone. Knock on wood for everyone. Um, see you guys in two weeks, everyone. Uh, who do we have in two weeks, everyone? Bashak here. At home or away? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, home. Not that it really matters. What time is that? Uh, is that, is that 11 a.m. Noon? Noon? 11 a.m. Oh, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. 11 a.m. Everyone. Go, Alright, uh, peace out, man. Oh, all good. Oh, 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 good. Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.